Welcome to the Alignment Unleashed podcast. I'm Samara Lane, your coach and host, and I'm here to help you restore self-trust through soul and spirit. Today, I want to share with you something that... I am being reminded of in my own life right now and is such a beautiful, beautiful reminder that I wish I had had years ago. And it has to do with relationships. It has to do with insecure attachment, uh, which often has very much to do with that little wounded inner child within us. Um, and really it has to do with embodying self-trust. And this is another way to heal insecure attachment and really embody self-trust that honestly isn't really talked about. So if you are in a relationship or dating someone, here's what I invite you to do. I want you to notice the next time you're feeling like super happy or blissed out because of any kind of positive interaction or thoughts about your partner. And I want you to notice how this is harmless and enjoyable and wonderful. Yay, we love it. And it's also a temporary experience. It doesn't mean anything that wasn't already true. It doesn't mean that they're a perfect partner or that this experience is forever because no one is perfect and no emotional state is forever. When we have a history of relationship anxiety or relationship OCD or any kind of insecure attachment traits like anxious attachment, uh, avoidant attachment, or disorganized, where it might be kind of a hot and cold experience of both, we tend to put our partners on a pedestal. So when things are going well, we're putting them on a pedestal. Oh my gosh, they're so great. My life is so great. We can feel like there's this wholeness or there's this completeness that we're getting from the experience of this wonderful person, which they are a wonderful person and we do get to experience them. And that is great. (laughs) That does feel good, but we haven't become more whole or more complete. Our life is now not any more worthy. We are not any more worthy or good than we were before right? And the issue with putting our partners on a pedestal, which is a very unconscious thing that we don't even mean to do and we don't realize we're doing most of the time, is then when they inevitably fall off of the pedestal, now we start to question everything because this sense of safety or wholeness or self-worth was contingent. It was kind of being held up by this falsehood, this false narrative that we can be happier because of something outside of ourselves. And the truth is that true happiness has nothing to do with anything outside of ourselves. All of that is transitory. Even a partner that we happen to spend the rest of our lives with. We all know how it ends. We all end up, our, all of our bodies die, 100% of us. No one's getting out alive, right? And so we we really, the lesson here is coming back to my trust, my faith, my surrender, my wholeness, my enoughness that is already within me and can never leave me. One way that I love to do this that I wasn't even expecting to share is noticing when I am, like if I'm missing someone, for example, in my life or feeling lonely, this could be with friends, this could be with a partner, this could be with family, doesn't matter what it is, or just generally feeling um, this sense of um, missing connection or, or wanting something that we think we will get from spending time with someone or meeting the one or whatever 
whatever it is, is coming into our, is coming into my body. I come into my body and I just get curious without attachment to the outcome with just a gentle, open-hearted curiosity. And I get curious, what is it about that person? Like, what is it about that experience that I am really craving or, or, or desiring right now? And what's interesting for me, and this came up when I realized I was having a daughter instead of a son, <laughs> which I'm so, so grateful for my daughter. I am, I never, ever think, oh my gosh, I wish I had a son. Um, <laughs> boys, girls, all children are wonderful. But there was a part of me that used to think I wanted a son and grieved, had to grieve a little bit that fantasy or that desire of having a son. Um, and so I, this is something I noticed at that point in my life too, which is I'm usually craving this strong masculine energy. Isn't that interesting? I'm usually feeling disconnected to my own masculine within myself because I tend to energetically be way in the feminine. It's just my tendency that I tend to to do without even realizing it. And there can feel like this inner imbalance. And so um, (laughs) when I am craving some kind of um, connection with someone or, or to be held or to feel safe or something like that, often it's that I'm actually craving connection with my own masculine because we all have masculine and feminine within us. Uh, and so something that actually helps me a lot with this is when I am feeling some insecure thoughts or just not feeling very grounded or steady in my body. And it seems to relate to a person or a personality or something like that. I will actually lean in. I'll drop down. I'll close my eyes and just breathe into my body. And I'll imagine this beautiful, strong, tall mountain. It's interesting once, um, and it's like this mountain, I'll say that in a moment, but this mountain really symbolizes for me, like a strong, grounded, earthy, masculine force or energy. And to me, the mountain has a name. I've named it Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. Um, and I did that intuitively once I was in an intuitive, I was in like an intuitive reading or healing session with one of my, um, uh, one of my support team, one of my care team, a a mentor or a healer that I once saw. She's wonderful. Um, many, many years ago. And we just did a couple sessions together. That's all I needed, but it was so good. And she asked me like, when you're feeling disconnected from your masculine, what, like think of think of what would what would personify this strong masculine energy almost like a father energy or a brother energy or um uh just this strong masculine energy and the first name that came to my mind was Aaron and I was like oh okay and it was like the the more traditional um spelling a a r o n like the masculine Aaron I was like oh that's interesting she looked it up And she was like, oh, Aaron means like a strong, tall mountain. I was like, that's really interesting. (laughs) So that's what, that's what I come back to is often just that visual. And you can get curious with, within yourself, what are, 
what energetically might you actually be needing, craving, desiring, feeling disconnected from? Not that you actually need it because there's something wrong or broken or not enough about you, because in truth there never is, but it just... Is there something that feels a little out of balance? Is there something within yourself that you're missing and that you're desiring to connect to and you're seeking it outside of yourself because that's what we've been trained to do our whole lives. But really, you just get to connect with it inside yourself because honestly, every relationship in my life is strengthened and nourished and I feel more connection and more gratitude and more fulfillment from those relationships when I first am connected to my own strength and wisdom and security within myself. It always starts from within. It's a bottomless cup that will never be filled if we're seeking it from outside of ourselves. So notice that tendency. So coming back to, you know, in the happy times when you're feeling blissed out, about your partner or like just having a a pleasant moment with your partner in the happy times, I invite you to lean into those sensations with mindfulness and gratitude for the beautiful gift of that moment. Like breathe into that energy and feel it as fully as you can and cry happy tears. If you feel called and dance around and celebrate that, like have so much fun with it when you are feeling good. It's never about pushing away what feels good or judging it or, anything like that. We get to let all of that in. We let all of our feelings in positive and negative. I just invite you to also notice, and it won't always be the case, but notice if there are any attachments or all or nothing thinking going on. Notice if there's a little bit of insecurity, putting someone on a pedestal going on and trust yourself. If no, there's not great. I don't want you to use, to walk away from today's pod episode and go, Oh no, I have to question and analyze every time I feel good. No, 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 no. But you know, those times where it feels like it feels good, but there feels like this, this achiness or this neediness around it, you know, the difference. So in those times where you're noticing some attachment, some all or nothing thinking, here's what you might look out for attachments might look like, I need to experience this more often, or I hope this feeling never leaves me. It could be the urge to merge, to be around that person all the time, to put most of your attention on the relationship instead of also on healthy things like your connection with yourself, like we've been talking about, or your connection connection to a higher power or to the acts of service that bring meaning to your life. Cause really we're all here to be in service to the highest good and to one another. And that's where real fulfillment comes from, is from coming from that place in ourself of how can I serve today? How can I live from alignment with love today? All or nothing thinking is another really common one. All or nothing thinking might sound like, oh good, I feel attracted to my partner or I feel in love with my partner. So this means I made the right choice. They must be right for me. I want to be with them forever. Oh my God, I just want to marry them and have all their babies, right? Or I'm grateful I feel this good because, oh my gosh, I was worried there for a minute that I didn't really want my partner anymore. Oh, good thing. This is a relief. So notice these black and white, all or nothing statements or that sense of attachment or neediness, that neediness that might come up and just notice it. Just be gentle. Just notice it and start by just holding space for it. Don't try to change it. Don't try to analyze it. Just feel what that feels like in your body and just hold space for it. Breathe into those sensations. Breathe into those sensations. 
notice if anything, any of the stories sound pretty catastrophic or, or almost immature, like a small inner child that could be your wounded child kind of having some feelings (laughs) and then get curious about after you've really sat with it and just held space for it and felt whatever needs to be felt, you can pray about it or, or choose a more grounded response. And so for me, that might sound like, wow, this feels great. Like this feels amazing. This feels so good. I'm so grateful for this moment and all the beauty in my life. Thank you, God, or thank you, universe. Thank you, source. And I surrender the outcome. I surrender the outcome. Or it could sound like I choose to know that everything is always working out for my highest good and the highest good of all. Thank you for this gift. You can play with it. But part of breaking anxiety cycles, especially in relationship to others, is how we show up when the going gets good. When things seem like they're going great, do we then make that mean something? Because if we give that a lot of meaning and meaning and significance, if we give that our power, then when we then have a, a tough day or a messy moment or a day when things don't seem to be going our way, now we're powerless again because we've given away our power to something outside of ourselves. So when the going gets good, do you tend to give your power away to something outside of yourself? Do you look to other things outside of yourself to save you in some way? Has this been a theme that's been up for you in any part of your life lately? And if so, here's your invitation to lean back into gratitude. Breathe into your sacred vessel, your body. This is the instrument through which you experience all of life. So hell yes, it matters. And here's your invitation to surrender to surrender it all, all over again. Surrender when it feels good. Surrender when it feels bad. Surrender it all. And you will find peace. And you will find security. And you will embody self-trust in your relationship with yourself and therefore in your relationships with others, whether it's your partner, someone new in your life, or any other person. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time, this is Samara. Thank you for tuning in to Alignment Unleashed.